Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Northern Beaches number one podcast. I'm Zach, he's Elliot, and you're again listening to The Whip. Today we've got a really awesome episode. We've got the boys from Hiatus down here. Well, they're here, not down there. But so, Jake Jackson, thanks for coming on, boys. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thanks for having us. He's got a pretty professional intro, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. I was like, wow, that? <laughs> he snaps that in, from? He snaps into character. <laughs> I've been practicing yeah. like months on end. In the mirror. Oh, Beautiful stuff. In the mirror. Try not to, my best not to stutter, but boys, what a day. Thanks for coming. No worries, <laughs> I love the studio. Thank you. Welcome. It's mad. It's Appreciate mad. How did you like find it? Because like we've been looking for creative spaces because we can no longer sting off friends or <laughs> send our parents out for lunch. So like, how did you find the space and like how much research and how long did it take? Because it's mad. Do you want to answer this? Yeah, I guess like um, we, we, we kind of did a lot to get to this place. Um, it was probably a year of like humming and ahhing, going to countless how many do we reckon we went to probably about five five different places that we were like oh yeah this is awesome we get we put an application in and find out that there's like another three applications already handed in on the first day and we're like oh gosh we're like behind the eight ball to find a place like this we were like let's start like getting ahead of that so we put together a bunch of flyers and went around brookvale and every factory that we thought was like something that we could turn into something. We were literally putting flyers under the door in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah it was so pretty. pretty it was actually pretty. Like looking back on it now, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Because at the time, it was like we've got to do whatever we can to get a spot. But looking back, it was like driving the van, the side door open, two hundred flyers, one person just running. It was like oh, really, like yeah, a kid it was like that Adults like <laughs> paper literally. paper run. Yeah. <laughs> just like that one looks sick. Throw it under and just like constantly running, Late driving nights, running around Brooklyn. Yeah. All these streets till like, you know, past midnight. How many weeks did you do that for? Uh we did that for like two weeks. Yeah, two It was it was probably like I mean it wasn't every night for two weeks. There's only so many nights that we did so many out. warehouses in Brookvale. But um, I mean we did it in, in Cromer and some surrounding suburbs as well. Yeah. And how much research did you do before? knowing which ones or you just looked at it and it was like that one looks good or what was the criteria the internet's kind of centralized around real estate right you'd know and it's like all the places that are listed are already kind of like on the books and if you are in with the real estate you kind of are on that list so you're kind of getting first preference and we were like let's beat these guys at their own game and like start the conversation so we we started the conversation with owners around the place we got ProDive called us up, was one of the first people around the corner. They're like, we got warehouse space. You guys want to come and have a look at it? And it's a bit small for our liking, but we were stoked. We were like, oh, this is actually working. Like, people are calling up about our flyers. This is sick. And then um, there was a guy over the back near um, Ringham Mall we had a chat to. He was an old bloke running a, um, what was it? It was like a like cabinet making sort cabinet of thing. making business. Yeah. And we talked to him about it, and he was like, wait, you can, you'd pay that much for rent? I don't even earn that in a salary. He owns the joint. Oh, wow. And we actually talked him into his retirement. (laughs) (laughs) The dude dude has shut down his business. He's renting out his space, making more than he was, working 50 hours a week. You guys should have asked for a cut. (laughs) I said it to the boys. I was like, oi, let's get on that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just go find some weathered old guys around here. You guys should become property developers. (laughs) But I mean, we nearly signed on a couple of other spots. I, I would say I was probably the most particular in what we wanted i wanted it to be single level i wanted there to be parking 
I wanted to be able to do events out of a space. Yeah. As well as have, you know, the ability to do photo shoots. Mm. I mean, we are a photo studio first and foremost, but just having the ability and the modularity to be able to throw an event or do a product launch or someone do a catwalk or whatever it is mm. um, was pretty important to me. So, yeah, we like I said, we nearly signed on a couple and then they f- like one fell through, one we decided against, and then this thing sort of fell in our lap. And I luckily knew the people that were in here before but had no idea that they were looking at moving. Yeah, right. Um, so I caught wind. When I had contacted them, we were – a hundred people had reached out before we had via message. So, like, it's really competitive. Yeah. Um, and I sort of just hustled. <laughs> I was like, we're getting this spot. How important is networking in this industry? Because I imagine it's – basically everything so like you were saying about the place like you knew the people is it the same when you bring people in to use your space is it just like 99 percent networking or do you find it's a balance between people coming to you as well as you reaching out this is an interesting question we kind of found we kind of found that out in the first few months because we were like built like most of our front end as internet facing for people to be able to book online and stuff and we're like yeah, we're getting reach, but we're not getting people interested. And then we kind of wanted to kind of change our model. And we, we, we just realized that it's actually the people we know and the, the contacts that we have in the industry are more likely to be the people rather than just cold people searching on Google to find us. So, yeah, it, it, we spend a lot of time in that and in networking and, and finding and building like the brand behind this. Like, we didn't want to have just joe blogs come and use this we were really particular we did have joe blogs at the start like had a few interesting people come come in and hire the place and we were like yeah cool like i'm not going to discriminate and say we won't have you but we we just focused on the people that we wanted to have um brands that like we align with brands that are you know in our industry and yeah it's been like a journey of just building on that that's mad do you think that's because people like probably especially in this they want to be able to trust like who they come with because obviously like if you book out a day of photo shooting like you want to make sure everything's like like we've been in situations where even though it was only half an hour like we went through so much effort only to have it turn to shit so do you think that's like people trust you and they know you're going to put in effort to like reward them back and then i guess a question on top of that is what do you do to help them set up for the shoot like or is it literally just like come and use the space? We'll make sure it's free. Yeah, I mean, relationship. Yeah, it's a lot. A lot of like relationship building. I mean, the thing to with a business model like this is the single transaction is actually quite significant um, because you're taking a, a space for an entire day, and generally speaking, you're hiring this space to create significant revenue for whatever your business is, whether it's fashion or you're an agency or whatever. Um, so having that trust from the client to, to come here was really hard at the start. That's why we did leverage a lot of our sort of fashion relationships that we've developed over the years. Because for us, we want to we wanna be a really premium, we want to be the most premium photography studio on the Northern Beaches. Um, and in order to do that, you obviously have to have the facility, but you also have to have the right people in the space. 100%. Because, you know, you're... 
Rush magazines or your whoever are not just going to come here out of nowhere. Like you have to it takes time to build to get them in the space and confident enough to you know trust us and what we've done to execute what they're trying to do yeah because at the end of the day like everyone's coming in here to try and execute on the vision or the brief or whatever it is Mm. um so we we had that in mind when we set the space up we wanted people to be able to do anything in here and it worked perfectly um and then to your other question i mean it's all just about communication. Yeah. You know, it's about communicating with the client beforehand. What are you what are your objectives? What are your needs? Um, and then having that just clearly outlined and detailed from our end and their end so that when they come in it's really smooth. Mm. I think for us and sort of touching on the name of the business hiatus. Um, you know, hi- hiatus is a lot of things to a lot of people, but generally it's like a time of relaxing and taking a step back and chilling and the industry that we're trying to reach or trying to service is really high-end, cutthroat, fast-paced. So we wanted to create a space that serviced that industry but also took the pressure off a little bit mm. and allowed them to come in and be like... And, and, and like people say it, they walk in and like, oh, it's so calm in here, it's so nice in here. <laughs> we love shooting here. Mm. So that's like a big win for us and I think part of that is why people keep sort of coming back. Yeah, sure. And what made you settle on the northern beaches? Because a lot more photo studios, maybe the inner west. Because we the live city. here. Yeah, is that what <laughs> we don't Convenience. <laughs> yeah, fair. I mean, yeah, that. But also, there wasn't really anything offering what we offer on the beaches. Mm. There's some amazing studios around, you know, on the northern beaches. There's some incredible studios on the other side, uh, heavily populated sort of Alexandria. I was going to say, it's all in the east, hey? Yeah. There's like a lot over um, there. But there was sort of nothing this scale with two studio offerings and some of the features, like the cyclorama that we've got, which is like an infinity wall. Mm. We've got three walls uh, on that and it's probably the biggest in the area, mm. I believe. Um, so, yeah, that was that was why. We wanted to bring something to the beaches that wasn't here yet yeah. and we didn't want to have to travel. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> and I guess I guess people it's a nice area for to tell people to come to. Like yeah, Northern yeah. Beaches, you know. We also are a big believer of like the creativity that's here. Like it's pretty untapped, but there's so many artists, songwriters, like musicians, like heaps of cool creative people that are this side of the beaches and there's so much talent that's here that, you know, is going across the bridge almost every day to kind of do it. There's like heaps of models, photographers and stuff, and we're like yeah, like, why can't we do this here? Like, why does it all have to be on the other side? And I think, you know, it's kind of similar. You look at Pittwater Road and you've got, like, all the Cole Crawfords. There's, like, so many Cole Crawfords, um, all the all the car yards, and they're all in, like, the one spot. But it's, like, we've kind of wanted to separate ourselves and establish ourselves in, like, yes, an industrial area that's cool and, um, you know, vibey like brookvale is on the up of creativity yeah it is that was sure. one thing that we were just like we really fought for because we were like we re- we looked at warrywood we looked at motorvale industrial areas all these other places and we were like ah yeah maybe we maybe we go up there it's a bit cheaper it's a little bit more like beachy but we we saw actually what the council's plan for brookvale is and the gentrification that was happening um over the next five ten years and we we're like we want to be a part of that like we want to actually get in and actually help see that happen 
And that was like one of the main reasons we kind of like got to the top of the list with um, previous guys here and getting in with the real estate because they were like, oh, we're actually big believers of what you guys are doing. And I think um, that's like one of the things that we've always had, like was vision from the start to have creativity like as a forefront, not just as like a business to do business things. Um, and that's like what we're really passionate about in the people coming here as well. Like answer your question before, like we actually want to see that people succeed in their shoot and like be come in and use it and uh, use the space or use the gear or shoot something and create something great and come away from it and go, I can't wait to get back there. And it's not because we're like, oh, we want repeat customers. We actually just like seeing that great thing happen for them. And we've always been champions of that. Like we've, we've initiated things like our side view um, project, which is kind of like celebrating artists and different creatives. That's like part of who we want to do, like who we want to be as a, as a brand and a business is like building others and building others creativity not trying to take because i think that's where a lot of those other studios over the other side are just trying to take trying money to money money okay yeah yeah <coughs> and they, they kind of you know it's smart business to try and make money right and that's what we're trying to do but yeah. at the same time you know give back and be um something that helps build others so yeah, relatable sure. yeah. yeah it's a very uh creator focus first like helping other people in the area grow I did see that side view thing on your website. So how does that work? So at the moment you've got three artists on it that you're promoting. Um, so what does it – tell us more about how side view works. And you can do it. Oh, well, it, it, how it kind of works. Um, Jake actually came up with the name. A profile view is a side view of someone. And we just wanted to profile some artists that we – like most of them are our friends or people that we know um, – that we think just are brilliant in, in what they do. Like Yarko is a photographer, a really talented photographer, travels the world. Um, Otis, incredible surfer, but amazing um, artist. Like people that we want to celebrate um, that are doing creative things. And we kind of came from it as like, let's look at the person behind the art or behind the form and unpack what that is. And I think like if you kind of look through the content, we're trying to draw out of them like how'd they get into it, how'd they start, because we wanted it to not just be a moment to celebrate that person, but for others that are reading it to kind of come away from it and be like, oh, I'm inspired to go after this thing. So, yeah, it was kind of, that's the notion of it, and that's what kind of what we wanted to do with it. How'd you guys get into it then? You talk about how asking, you know, why they got it, how they got into it. Yeah. How'd you guys come up with, like, this? Because like our one, our one, how we got into this was on a Byron trip, hammered. So like, was it same kind of story? <laughs> we were going through a lot at the time together. Well, like it was like three a.m. walking home, bad, bad way. Well, it was crying. Yeah, I was crying at the time, <laughs> just so drunk. Couldn't tell you why. I'm not normally an emotional drunk either. So it was one of the yeah. yeah. Byron Bay will do that to you. I got too woke. But um, so how did you guys come up with like the the whole concept for this? Yeah, this was kind of like a COVID dream. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Obviously, COVID was traumatic for a lot. Um, and we, were, Jacko, myself, and an, our other buddy, Tim, were out at coffee. And Jackson is a videographer, photographer, designer. Um, and he was like, oh, I'd love to open my own studio. We were like, dude, you should do it. Like, why don't you do it? We're just like stuck, couldn't leave 
you know, the northern end of the northern beaches at this time. It was at the time where they were like, you can only surf for an hour. (laughs) Who's policing that? (laughs) We we surfed only for an hour. Yep. (laughs) But, um, yeah, we, Jacko was like, we were just like, dude, do it. He's like, yeah, you know, like I can do this and this, but I can't market it and I don't have skills to sell it and I don't have skills to build it. And we all sort of looked at each other and I was like, well, I can market it and sell it. And our other buddy Tim was like, well, I can build it. And we we sort of just kicked it off from there and it was like, oh, we should do this. <laughs> yeah, Let's do it. And it was sort of, it always has been and still is, you know, the combination of skills. Mm. Jack, I couldn't turn a camera on if you wanted me to. Um, but I own a photography studio. So <laughs> I depend on Jacko for a lot. He probably doesn't depend on me for that much. But <laughs> no, I, I feel that. I, I have a podcast that records and I barely know how to turn a camera on. So so I relate to that. But yeah, that's that's how it sort of started. And yeah. it was a pretty long process. Obviously, the lockdown slowed us. But it was also then just like the whole process of getting our fonts and logo and brand colors. And then we also, we couldn't do anything until we had a space. Because every warehouse is shaped differently. So what we ended up with determined what the layout looked like and what we could offer. Um, so we were sort of in limbo for quite a while. Just yeah. Probably nine months of just like everything's ready to go in the back end. We've got the name. We've got everything sorted. We just don't have a space. Yeah. And then as soon as we landed this joint, it was on. Go, go, go. It was like on, on. Long hours. Dude, like it nearly, it literally nearly killed us. Yeah. Like Jacko nearly lost his hand in the Renault. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Ran like, through a power I was a zombie. Oh. I was working full time while a, doing as it. As a GM in the, for a fashion agency in, in the city. So I would like finish work at five, drive here from six till 11.30 midnight, yeah. renovate, paint, drive home. Paint. Wake up at six, so we we did like two months on probably paint four or five hours yeah. a night just cooking ourselves. We lost a lot of weight too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were just like it was energy. It was pretty like pretty gnarly, yeah. especially because like we've all got families now, yeah, wives and and or kids. So it was um it wasn't it wasn't just taxing on us. It was taxing on everyone. On them, everyone yeah, because we were so absent. Even every Saturday we were down here. Sunday was like the day off, yeah. and then even then it's like... Was it much of a day off? I was just going to say, yeah, because like it's always in the back of your head yeah. or stuff, yeah. yeah, just sitting at the table staring into space. Constantly. But, yeah, I mean, we got the keys, and then it was like three months later, we, we, we had to gut the whole thing, like it was cooked in here. It <laughs> looked like a squatter's house, like pretty brutal. So we like had to grind all the floors back, paint all the walls, build all the internal stuff. And then while we're doing that, still, like, get content, market, start yeah. the outreach. Yeah. And then we're all working full-time, so it was pretty fried. I'm sure it's worth it now, what, though. What was the worst day in, this, in the renovation? Mm. The one that sticks out? I mean, it, it, it's, it's quite a blur. The worst week for me was probably I, like, 
bumped my head at home oh. and like knocked myself yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was like so full cool. Concuss, like, like fully concussed. Fully concussion. Like, like re- I regressed in my ability to exist as a human. <laughs> We're like, Jake, hey, it's hey, like dude, a Sunday. How you going? He's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, good. I was, and like, like still you? having <laughs> to like get stuff done or at least try to when I was in that state was probably. Cool were you super things. emotional? Because concussion makes you super emotional. Yeah, dude. So I mean, yeah. we were rattled. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Had, like probably one of the worst jobs to do out of all of us. He was like up some scaff in the middle of the night. See these rafters up here? Yeah. Painting them with just a by hand. By hand. The freaking landlords, God bless them. <laughs> we we originally asked. We were like, can we just gut the joint, get someone in here with a sprayer, and just spray the whole thing white? They were like, they, like older couple. No, nah, we want to keep that silver that you can see there. And we went back like two, three times. Please yeah. just let us spray the thing. No. Nah. Nah. So I've everything that's white in here is painted. Hand painted two to three coats. Fucking and hell. It's, and it's oil based. So Jake's up there concussed. <laughs> fumes, <just> Crying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He needed, like, remember? You just needed someone up there for emotional support. It's a really down bad tough task. And you get up there and you just be like, "Yeah, this sucks. This is the worst job." I'm like pulling myself along the metal trusses on this huge scaffolding. Yeah, I just feel like this is so cool. Why am I doing this? It took it took probably a month to paint just the raft. Hundred percent. For the wall would be like. I got pretty good at painting though. I know my yeah. backup plan. Yeah, if you if, after this. if things go to shit, <laughs> I can't see that happening because you've obviously had some events here. One I'm super interested in is the Cam Chat Cam Chatka. How did yeah? How did yeah? Thank you. How did that movie's <laughs> fucked? But like, how, how did yeah? When they're in, um, they just get to Russia and the fucking war kicks dude, off. Is dude, they were nuts. On, they were on the flight, and the. Like on the plane, they were like, uh, "Rushes just no, didn't sorry, they were they were on a stopover, yeah, and watching the TV screen. They're in Dubai, weren't they? I'm yeah, pretty sure. Dubai. Yeah, dude, they had to fly. I would have turned around straight away. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent, psychos, absolute psychos. So, how did you get in touch with those boys, or did yeah, they reach like, out to you? We kind of we got they reached out to us. Yeah. Um, a mutual friend sort of put them in touch with me. And I, I had known the guys from around, but I've never really spent time with them before. Yeah. And they were like, hey, we've been working on this project for the last 12 months. This is what we did. And I was like, oh, my God. Come in. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, we're, we're doing this book launch and we want to show the, the trailer to the film. And I was just like, yes. Yeah. Called Jacko. I'm like, dude, we need to do this. Yeah. yeah. They're, they, like, they're we're, winning we're like doing a, this. They're winning like awards yeah. like dude, they've taken everywhere. Yeah. The globe. Yeah, like they're and they're the huge. Right now, they just won some big award. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what country it was in. Yeah. yeah, so I got I got Guy who was the photographer, um, and who sort of had majority play in the book. He came through, and I just sort of talked him through the space, showed him how the the wall opens up because we've got the two studios, but then there's a really large modular wall that is on wheels, so that can actually move out, and the whole space can become one. So I showed that to him and he was like, we got to do this. Like, I want to project the trailer onto there. I want to do the books here. So we did the event. It was so sick. Yeah, it, was yeah. it was like our first event. It was just, it was nearly a year ago. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, That's crazy. It was our first ever, ever event. And um, there was like over 200 people in here. Are you stressed? 
No, nah, it was frothing, dude. That was, yeah. like, was like that the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is so... And it was so cool for us too because we'd like... This is literally a month after we'd finished the Renos. Oh, right, okay. And there's 200 people in, people here. in here that yeah. like are essentially part of our like target demographic. Did that get you clients, that launch? Um, is clients the right word? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go businessy. Why not? Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely yeah, a couple yeah. more events. Yeah. Um, and a couple of shoots too. Yeah. It's more the awareness for us. Yeah. Just yeah. about like yeah. people alignment. knowing that it's that we we're here. We exist. <laughs> and knowing like what we can service yeah. in regards to your needs. Yeah. Um, so it was really good in that sense. It definitely in even for us, like we've always loved surf films and especially adventure surf films, like um to see that kind of be unpacked in this space and people able to celebrate the guys that have put that together, you get to play a part in that. And it was like, we were pinching ourselves because we are like, these boys have like, you know, most of them from Av where we've lived for a few years. And it's just like, this is incredible that we can play a part in what they're doing and see that like this film gets, you know, the following that it deserves behind it and just to be a part of that then we went to the premiere at the orpheum which was sick yeah so we felt like it was weird because we went to the orpheum and watched it and i i personally felt like i was a part of it almost yeah and it was (laughs) yeah it was i was like i've got nothing to. i've literally done nothing (laughs) Nothing, yeah (laughs) Yeah. that that, yeah that's their that break like look at me talking surf talk tides and shit (laughs) um yeah Yeah. (laughs) um It's nuts. Like, absolutely fucking nuts. Dude, if I was... I literally would die. Yeah. And, like, I can surf. Not well, but... I can barely swim. So, (laughs) yeah. yeah, It was crazy. Yeah, that night was psycho. And I think, like, having those people in here, amazing. But then at the completion of that night, just knowing that what we'd created actually works... Yeah. ...was such a relief. And, like, yeah, it was was really cool. Yeah, it's amazing. What's, like some other brands that are doing stuff here at the moment. Like shooting here? Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got we've got a few re- repeat guys. So like your Rush magazines is, are in here a little bit. Um, there's an activewear brand called Muscle Republic. Yeah. Uh, Barney Cools, Zane Robe. Barney Cools, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I used to work there, so... Oh, okay. I'd, it'd be rude Networking. not to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we've got like, I mean, Basic are in here a little bit. Um, I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, Muscle yeah. Republic, that's big. Yeah, yeah, but they were actually one of our first. Yeah, wow. To reach out. They, yeah, they saw our Renault video um, on socials. Is that the real one? The yeah, the Instagram reel with the ki- the, get the getting the keys. Yeah, yeah. we I did like that. a five part series, <laughs> and then they kind of saw what we transformed it into, and some of the girls came down and wanted to see what it was like, fin- like in person, and we we're like sick and then we just made mates with them and then they'd just been coming back ever since yeah they've kind of they've been with shot with us like twice a month every month since. that's jethro isn't it yeah yeah it is yeah, yeah i thought <laughs> so yeah um he's a, is he beaches because they do stuff at we had a guy on dy calisthenics and they're always in dy is he a beaches guy the, the, Republic. the yeah. guy who owns yeah. it yeah, yeah he's yeah, a beaches he's guy like a, he's like born and bred in yeah. Yeah, yeah big patriot yeah yeah, yeah. And uh, you did the uh, vintage village markets yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, they're how, really fun. How was that one? Is that a big one? They're good. I mean, this young legend named Zoe is running them. So yeah. it's it's actually separate to us. We are just facilitate, like, offering the space. 
Um, but it's good because it's community building and yeah. people get to come through and it's a bit of a vibe. Like there's a crepe truck out there, coffee cart, people just sort of hanging out here for like five, six hours. Yeah. I'm like, hey, you got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I want to pack off. It's Sunday. <laughs> yeah, that's re- it's a really cool... Um, like it's almost full circle of what's happening. Like you've got brands coming in and shooting new collections, but then you've got people coming through and doing like vintage sales. Yeah, true. Like stuff that's like 30, 40 years old that people are reusing and reselling, which is which is great. Like I think like that's something that we're you know conscious of and want to like you know there's a lot of fashion that comes through this and and we like it in all forms. But yeah, I guess in terms of um, it's really cool to just see the different people that come through and how cool some of the stuff is that like you can get that's 30 years old like mad denim jackets and stuff so yeah she's actually doing another one on the 2nd of december here yeah Yeah. it's the first one that she's doing at night oh night one that'll be good it's like the vintage village like one year unofficial one year yeah Yeah. so there's going to be music and it's trading like into the night that'll be good night markets are always a lot of fun I'm going to Thailand soon, so I'll be in the night markets. <laughs> um, what does the day-to-day look like for you guys, I guess? Like, what's like, because you always have the events, and yeah. obviously that's, like, the glamour and stuff, but, you know, there's regression to the main, there's shit going on constantly. So, yeah. like, oh what's God. the what's the day? Like, gee, you guys just sitting there pulling your head out some days? And, like, what's the day-to-day look we like? We don't really have time to pull our hair out, yeah. but there's a whole bunch of jobs that you don't want to do. <laughs> And, like, it's just the two of us. Yeah. And we've got, you know, 600 square metres of internal space. So... Ageing warehouse that's... Yeah. Maintenance constant. I mean, it's just, like, constant maintenance and then also... Cleaning. Cleaning. Accounting. Accounting. (laughs) (laughs) Marketing. Sales. Who's the accountant? Customer service. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back end, Jake manages all the inbound sales. Okay. Yeah. Are you going... Is your goal to grow a team? Oh and, yeah, and kind Frickin of oath, mate. yeah. <laughs> drop dead if I keep doing yeah. this for too much longer. Yeah, fair enough. But like, have it just basically self-sustaining, and you guys yeah. can just go yeah. and just sit back and enjoy what for you've sure. made. I mean, yeah. I, I, we talk about this a lot, and I never want to be far removed from it. Okay. Um. In the sense that, obviously, it would be great to have someone running the day to day. But I think what we've built is part of who we are and a part of what you get when you come to hiatus is also something that we have built into the business. So I never want to be too far removed from it, but I definitely want to have a team around us so that we can focus on the future and a lot of things that we want to expand into because, you know, we've just started tapping into what we are calling the agency side. So we're actually generating content for brands ourselves. Um, So shooting a bunch of e-com for brands, uh, ghosting imagery, which is, if you're not aware, like you put the garment on a mannequin and... model wearing a bed sheet. Yeah, instead instead of shooting at home. <laughs> you fucking you could have kept going with that. I would have believed you. I've got no creativity in my entire body. Instead of like a human wearing it, a mannequin's wearing it. Yeah. And you just get it perfect yeah. so that they can then sell that on their online store. Um and then we've tapped into a little bit of like lifestyle stuff as well. Yeah. But the issue is is like we just don't have the time. time. So we're at the point now where it's like, cool, how do we expand this? We're looking at you know, outsourcing a few things to lighten the load. Mm. 
so that we have the energy and the time to continue pushing it forward. Yeah. See, that's the difference between you two and me. Just the drive. If it was me, I'd get this thing big and sail off into the sunset <laughs> and just <laughs> just absolutely not worry about it ever again. I, I mean, when I say still be involved, like having, Check a, ho- the emails having a holiday would be nice. Yeah. We um, haven't, we kind of are working on it. We're only 12 months old. Yeah. There's two of us. Yeah. We had to, you know, we've we've still been, we're still doing other work. Yeah. Um, just because we are putting most of what the business makes back into the business. So it's just a constant grind. And I think anyone that's ever started a business would have to agree with it. You know, that's like... I take my hat off to anyone that's built anything in business because it's Mm -hmm. just... It's so quick to like see stuff on um, social medias and YouTube and stuff like that of how to get rich quick. But a real business that can like sustain itself for even more than six months is hard work. To see it get to twelve months, it's even hard harder work. But it, but you kind of get to the point where it's kind of like you know, as a parent, you kind of see the kid get to the point where they can look after themselves. And <laughs> we're kind of getting to that point now where we're like, okay, cool. Like yeah, we're so but close. We also don't want it to get too far out of our out of reach. Yeah, I think it's just because it's dear to our hearts. Like this place is, we poured blood, literally blood, sweat, and tears into this place, and it's it's been a lot of work and we don't want it to kind of get lost in um you know someone else's dream or someone else's vision but in the same time we also want to accelerate that at the same time and i think that's the hard part of being able to um you know the next stages is building team for us and to to kind of coach and mentor those people through what we've done to kind of be able to do what we're doing and Keep it on brand. I think one of the one of the saddest things is to see like a company that gets bought out or migrated or changed and like the heart of the company just yeah. is gone. So there's a lot that we've put in, especially relationally. As we were talking before, like a lot of the contacts are we've built we spent the time to build relationships with. We don't really like even though we call them clients, they're really we want to be bros, we want to be friends with Yeah, hundred percent. And so it's it's something that we're like passionate about to see that that um, you know this place grow and go into the next phase that we want it to do, but like get, not get lost and not be too back foot and uh, back seated and like kind of just watch it get away from us. So yeah, do you have like a dream client? Like if you could have anyone, who would it be? K dot. yeah i mean like a lot of the clients that we've got that are coming in are once a dream client yeah true which is like really cool to say yeah um and super grateful that we've had an opportunity to work with some of these guys i think getting to the point where we have got you know world like you know globally famous yeah you know, artists or whatever coming through and doing podcasts or filming music videos or whatever it may be. I think that would probably mm. fall under the category of dream. Yeah. But then also I'd like to get to the point where there's like proper fashion shows done here. Yeah. You know, like fashion week shows done out of our space and yeah. and so on. Yeah. D- like it's uh, even though I say K dot, that's like we joked about that from the start. I messaged him actually. <laughs> Did he respond? No, he didn't. <laughs> but I was like, whatever. Yeah. If he does, that's great. Yeah. 
It, the worst is like when you get let on, but like we've DM'd yeah. like if they eventually come on, it's going to be awkward and I won't say their names, but like <laughs> we've DM'd like our Insta DMs are fucked. Like it's, it's like so a desperate green. guy on Tinder. <laughs> we look like a desperate white guy on Tinder. Yeah, like dude, it's like, fucked. That, but that's what we look like desperate psychopaths when we're throwing yeah. flyers under bloody warehouse. True. We're, we're not there yet. But, but like, like if one, if one lands, you sort it. Yeah. yeah like sure. That's the first step. True. Like, from here, people will be like, oh, my God. Like, how did you get those hiatus guys on? Yeah. People are already asking. <laughs> yeah. We've been telling everyone all week. Like, Mate, we, we got hiatus. They're like, uh, how? When you reached out, I was like, why do they want to talk to us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's What's interesting. Talk about? And it's like, we we like guests that have, like, at, like people go, your guests are fucked. Like, we had James Griffin, Griffin on one week, and then Roger Fabry was on the next. So, you know what I mean? So, it's wow. like, yeah, well, 100%, which is something I actually had to, like, get over. Like, we had a chat, actually, because I was, like, before the James Griffin one, I was like, this is just does not seem right. So like Elliot was concerned about our audience and I was like, our audience isn't big enough yet to be concerned about the guests. That <laughs> and, we and it's like, it's good having completely different things. Cause like sometimes I get lost in my like self-centeredness of like sport or whatever. And it's like, mm. people don't just listen to that. So that's why we like yeah, having sure. these yeah, well, I mean, completely different. Yeah. 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 yeah and who knows? Your audience might be into something that you're not. We, K-Dot might watch this one day and want to come <laughs> on. Like you never know. That'd be nice. Yeah. So, like, what's the? Uh, so, is there like an individual for both of you a benchmark that you'll hit where you'd both feel like, oh, we made it? That's what I was exactly gonna say. What's oh, the yeah. end game? <laughs> yeah, what's the end game? Oh, Surely you both have different ones as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not overly with with the business and where it's at now. There's a benchmark that I want to get it to where we can both take healthy salaries and provide for our families and also like give back more to the community mm. whether that's in a way in the form of work or exposure for an up-and-coming photographer or yeah. a fashion designer or whatever or a podcast. Yeah. Or a podcast. <laughs> yeah. i think that for me is you know that's the goal for now yeah. beyond what you can currently see there is dreams that we're not going to touch on now that we want to evolve hiatus into. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's there's levels to the goals. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, 100%. And, there and always is. From when we started to now, we've hit heaps of them. Yeah, awesome. Um, and there's a few more to go to get it. A few. To get it. I mean, there's always something to do. Yeah. But, yeah, that's my, my take yeah. on it. I guess it's pretty similar, like, to see the, you know, I guess I guess in the long run to to have built something that is um, something that can like give back in itself. It doesn't have to be on our own efforts. Like we'd love like we'd love to see like Jake was saying like people be able to come through and um, build their businesses through this place and build their um, you know label through this place. And I think for uh, for me to see you know others succeeding in that that's kind of like my dream and i think it's more to see um to be a part of other people's stories as well like the as much as we want to be build a big picture for ourselves we want to see like other brands do well and succeed and i think just a healthy a healthy like vision is isn't 
always just centered around how many millions you could make. Um, I want to see Brookvale just teeming with creativity. I want to see like they're already starting. You've, you've got heaps of breweries around. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So you've got like different <laughs> agencies. You've got like we just breweries you know, distillery opened up just down the road. Like there's so much more, and they're all kind of hinging under artisanal food and drink vendors. But it's like it's craft, it's art, and I, I think it's, I guess the dream is to see like an arts like center for like the beaches be birthed here in Brookvale, and that and people come to Brookvale not because they want to get their car fixed or because they want to get <laughs> Maccas. <laughs> like, late night Maccas Mac- run. Or Sunday mornings yeah, for me. Or, or just go see the, the Eagles play. It's like, no, this is so much more to Brookvale. And so I guess that's like just a dream for this place, or, but also like for us to see, I don't know, like other people come here and kind of build themselves off this place. Because hiatus for us, like when we started it, we wanted people to kind of, feel like they've been like somewhere else they had they're on hiatus and i guess no matter how small or big the client is it's like for them to come away from that and say oh man that's that's a great place like i feel different leaving it's like that's what we want so i guess that's the dream to see big people come through and say the same thing i guess that's it yeah awesome yeah they are really trying to make brookvale the next big spot for the beaches james yeah. griffin was talking about it he was saying they're really that's the big vision for the council yeah, everything right. yeah because it started with label um yeah he was friends with label and then which is a like weird thing for a politician yeah. to say like <laughs> like, like, like it was really odd um, hey, james would have a pass mate oh well yeah he got bashed in manly and oh of course, yeah. that's, how he got into that's why how, that's how he got really? into politics yeah Oh, dude! Yeah. I need to watch. I need to listen to his podcast. Yeah, like, comment, subscribe. It was really cool, actually. Yeah, I've met him before. He's a legend. Yeah, he's a good man. He's a good man. But I actually do have a goal. Here we go. I I wanted one thing that I do want to do more of out of here, like the photography, and you know, day to day studio bookings, eight a.m. to five p.m. are awesome, and we're pretty much like where we thought, where we wanted to be with that. But I definitely want to increase the amount of events that we do yeah cool um because we've got like 200 square meters inside mm. and then it flows out to like 150 square meters for a massive roller door and there's like festoons mm. hanging out there and beautiful plants and we we've done pr- i actually did my wedding here and it was so sick yeah. oh really um but we've done everything from like a fourth birthday up to a 60th a fourth that, birthday yeah dude oh my <laughs> god <laughs> <laughs> I cannot was that the word? Oh, actually, I can't like, say that. They were clients. No, it was. It was the most incredible fourth birthday you've ever. Oh yeah. Oh, like it bougie. was like Kim Kardashian's yeah. children. Were Branded, oh god. Branded fourth birthday, dude. I'll show you some photos. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can I'm put them up on a screen on the pod- <laughs> podcast. Like I remember walking in here being like, "Where's the studio?" My jaw dropped. It was yeah. like someone it, had a vision. Fucking hell. Yeah. Like crazy. I was lucky to get a pat on the back. Or a that. lolly bag. Or a lolly bag. I got smacked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think the event side, from, like, birthdays or whatever to then also... Like, s- launch like parties. And launch things. parties, product nights, sample sales. I mean, we've done a lot, yeah. but I'd like to sort of get that out there a bit more and get more people in for it because, like I said, outside of the 8 a.m. to the 5 p.m., not much goes on. Yeah. Unless, you know, we've got something like that on. Is it 
like noise restrictions here? What's that like? Is that fine? I mean, industrial? It, it's industrial, but we are still like respectful. Yeah, yeah for sure. Of the area, so we don't really trade like trade, not trading, <laughs> but like the events. We sort of wrap them up before midnight. Yeah, or like on midnight. Just go to the front room um, and have a whip. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the beauty is like there's so much going on yeah. at that time around yeah, here. For sure. Manly's stones throw away, so yeah, that's that's a goal for me. About the same. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Like we've we've even thought about just um, like where studio here's like we're saying it's Monday to Friday, but like what about the other two days? There's so much potential within the space and within Brookvale. It's it's trying to be. We want we want Brookvale to be a destination, and I guess we're kind of looking at different ways to attract not just private but like more public things that people can come to here whether it be like um musicians or like you know wine tasting or something like that it'll be really cool that would be sick wine tasting that's like the entry level to some of the other clubs we've got yeah Yeah, i mean we've toyed with it we did like state of origin screenings in here did that's a good one so we had like a food truck pull up yeah um and we had what was the most we had? Like sixty people. Yeah. Really? That's just BYO. Like, yeah. We didn't. Ch- there was no fee. I, I mean, we charged five bucks. I think UFC days. Oh, that oh. would be so good. Imagine a BYO UFC day. Could do a live stream. That would be sick. BYO UFC. You could do a live stream for sure. If you got like <laughs> someone you know big enough, you could easily do a live we stream do here. A UFC event in here. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, well, instead of a ring. Get, give me enough. But, give me enough. Hey, don't, you, don't you do kickboxing? Yeah, one. Uh, twice now. Nice. One was rigged. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the other the opponent was a steroid user, so it was uh, de- no, he's no, not. Yeah, he's not. It was the coach, and the <laughs> the, go, the deal was if I go in, I would win, but I would just be like nine minutes of getting You're absolutely pumped. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did it for the memes. Yeah. Like, yeah right. The vibes. Sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, guys, it's a Friday night. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, is there anything else you want to promote before? We let you get back to your probably busy weekend. Uh, nothing on my end. No. Thanks for having us. That's all right. Yeah. We should be yeah. thanking you. So thank you so yeah, much for coming it's on. It's been and fun. First ever podcast. I know. You killed it as well. First of many. I'm nervous. I'll <laughs> tell you what. <laughs> you should come do more. I mean, I think people get sick of that, but appreciate it. Nah, thank you. Well, guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Follow the boys hiatus on Instagram. Their website's there as well. And we'll put it in the show notes and blah, 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 sharing on the story, et cetera, et cetera. Book one of their rooms. They're really beautiful. You'll love it. Come down to the markets as well. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, boys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thank boys. you. Bye. Flex, check, flex, check, flex, check. Diamonds in my fangs. Flex, check, flex, check, flex, check, flex.